Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Haley. And we are Reels on Reels. So this is our first episode of our second season. Season so two. Thank you for listening along with us again. Um, so we're going to be doing things a little bit differently this season. Slightly different. Slightly yeah. different. Like it's it's not too much different, but we're trying something new. So we'll we'll give a little bit of we'll give a little bit of description about it as we go along the episode. But right now we're going to get into the stuff that you're used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is the, the usual. Stuff that you're used to the usual yeah. stuff. Yeah, and so, then yeah, then we'll break into yeah, something a little we'll, different, which were recommended by our viewers. Yeah, so. we're we're listening to you guys about some of the stuff that you want to hear. So yeah. we're gonna see how it goes. Yep. So all right. We go. So we're gonna be talking about Shazam. Shazam. Yes, this is the the latest DC superhero film about a character named Shazam. And this one, it, it stars a lot of kind of familiar faces. Mm-hmm. Um, Shazam, uh, it, it kind of focuses on this superhero named Shazam who has a counterpart who is a 14-year-old child named Billy Batson. And it's it's kind of like big in a way because the, in, whole, the yeah. whole thing, the whole shtick of this, this film is that you have this 14-year-old. In an adult and, body. Yeah. And yeah. he gets these magical powers that turn him into an adult and an adult with superhero powers. So th- that's essentially this film. <laughs> that's essentially it. It's fun. But it's definitely a fun film yes, to watch. It's, it's definitely fun. But I was worried at first. But Yes, you were worried based off of the trailers and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but anyway, our, our main character is mainly Zachary Levi, which a lot of people will know from Chuck. From Chuck, yeah. Yeah, he's been in quite a few things, but I think Chuck is probably the most popular that a lot of people would think about him in. Well, that was like the biggest thing I think yeah. he's been in. I mean, that, that ran for how many seasons? I, so. uh, several. Many. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so he he plays the superhero counterpart Shazam. So he's the he's the actual superhero, and then his counterpart, the fourteen year old Billy Batson, is played by um, a child actor named Asher Angel. And mm-hmm. I I had not heard of him before this, but I guess he's in a, a a television show called Andy Mac, which is on the Disney Channel. Oh, I'm never yeah, heard I think of it's it. on I the Disney Channel because I saw it's going to be included in the Disney Plus lineup. So, okay, so that's where he started, and yeah, like yeah. that's that's what I see that he's most known for, other than this. Okay, yeah, and I thought I thought the two Asher Angel and Zachary Levi worked really well off of each other. Like, yeah. I believed them to be the same person. Yeah, as the movie went along, yeah, yeah, yeah. as the movie it, went along, I could totally it never see them. disconnected you from the the fact that they're two different people. Like mm-hmm. they, the the way they both just pretty much acted was. Almost identical, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it really it, felt like it was the same, same person, person, just yeah. with bulky and superhero power. <laughs> it felt like the same person. Bulky's right. <laughs> yes, but every superhero needs a sidekick, yes. and that'll bring us into the other child actor who's most prominent in here, and that is Jack Dylan Grazer, Grazer. who uh, people might recognize from It Chapter One, which came out a couple years ago. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. He, he was pretty good in that one, and I thought he was really great in this as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's he's really fun to watch. His character is kind of like a huge comic book nerd. And so when Billy Batson gets these superhero powers, he comes to his character, who I think is his character's name is Freddy. Freddy, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. He, he comes to Freddy to get the answers because he's the only one who knows about this caped crusader stuff. <laughs> yes. Right off the bat, yeah, when they yes. met. Nice. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, they had a really good chemistry too, Zachary Levi and Grazer. Yeah. They, they, they worked really well together. I think the whole ca- – the, the cast itself, I mean. The, yeah, the, the cast whole cast great, was you know? great. Yeah. They, they really make this movie, the cast does. Yeah, yeah, they have a really nice buddy cop thing going with them. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Um, and then, of course, we can't talk about it without talking about Mark Strong. Yeah. Yeah, we got to talk about Mark Strong. Yes. It was Mark interesting Strong, to see him. Yes. Well, like, Mark Strong plays the villain in this film. And it's not the first time we've seen him as a villain. No, it's not. But it was just interesting because I was not expecting him to be, like... Like that. Like that. <laughs> I guess, yeah. That's the best way to say it without yeah. saying it. Yeah. So. But he he does a pretty decent job. Like, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Mark Strong. As like, am I. Yeah. And, like, I'll, I'll go into this a little bit later when I talk about some of the story aspects. But I did not – I will say I didn't think that he was utilized as well as he could have been. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, I, I've seen him do some really amazing stuff, and that's not exactly what I got here, but I, I enjoy his presence in films regardless. So I still had a good time there. But, yeah, the, the cast is one of the best things about Shazam, I feel. Yeah. Like, they, they really I sell think, the concept. Yeah, I think they all connect well. They connect, then it was, you know, good sense of uh, family, right? Like, they all felt like they belong mm-hmm. together. So mm-hmm. that was really nice to see that chemistry between all of them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and, and now that you brought up the whole the whole family thing, I think we can segue into the story stuff because family is just a really big, it's a big part factor of, yeah. in Shazam as a it's, film. It's yeah, it's it's kind of touched upon throughout the whole f- movie. Yeah, there's there's themes of family throughout all the way from the beginning, really. right from the very beginning, the very first scene, all the way to the very end. I mean, mm-hmm. it, was, it was all over the place. Yeah. Not 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 all over a piece and bad. Like it's there. It's mm-hmm. very prominent. Probably yeah, what it's I, it's I a very prominent theme. Yeah, yeah, and the whole family thing makes it. it it's a very lighthearted type mm-hmm. film. It's kind of heartwarming in a way because you're you're kind of on this journey of self discovery yeah. with the characters as they figure out what it's like to be involved in a family and what home really is and all yeah, that. Yeah. So it's, it's a nice heartwarming type thing. And that that's really nice to see coming from DC. It's different. Yeah. It's there's, different. there's so many different layers when it comes to the whole family theme, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But yeah, we'll get into that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Here, so Yes. But like going off of the lighthearted thing, like DC, it's, it's it's more in the right direction that we want to see from DC, I think. I, I would have to agree. Yeah. It's, it started with Wonder Woman, and then we got Aquaman, and now Shazam. I think we're, we're heading it's, in a good direction. It's heading in the right direction. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. The whole lighthearted thing. It was very funny. That's the big thing that we can really say about Shazam is it's really fun. Yeah. It is it's, a fun ride. And I, I'll watch it again. It's, it's, it's definitely one of those movies that... Um, kind of just makes you want more, mm-hmm. right? And that, that's how I felt about it uh, watching it. I kind of wanted more. Like, I didn't want it to end. I yeah. wanted more from it, you know. But, you know, what, what, was, what was the running time for this one? It was... Oh, gosh. Um, I don't know. I want to say remember. it was close to two hours. That's pretty much... Yeah. 
that's know, like one fifty, an hour fifty minutes, thing. something like that. Um, yeah, like, but I wanted more. Like, you know, not that it didn't give enough. It's just mm-hmm. it was fun, and I wanted more of that fun. Yeah, I I, I have a slightly differing opinion on on that for wanting more of it, which I'll talk about a little bit mm-hmm. later at some point. But I I did really enjoy the whole fun aspect of it, yeah. and I I would have definitely watched more of that whole fun discovering your superpowers <laughs> type. Like that was just super fun to watch. And I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, directing this one, we have David F. Sandberg, and he's another horror director coming in to direct some DC superhero films. Like Aquaman recently was directed by James, James Wan, Swan, yeah. one of my favorite horror directors. And now this is David F. Sandberg, another one of my upcoming favorite horror directors. He's He did uh, Lights Out mm-hmm. and also um, Annabelle Creation. He, he directed both of those. He definitely... He brought those. Oh yeah, that and tension. Yeah, in the when movie. when you get these horror directors coming in to do the superhero films, I feel like they really bring an interesting mix of the dark and the light together. Because mm-hmm. like when you do horror movies, you really have to be able to blend that stuff together in a cohesive sort of way. Yeah. So I, I like that. I like it's an art seeing form that in here. itself. Just yeah, you know. yeah. Because he he blends like the the more fun child and an adult body type stuff with some of the more scary themes that Mm -hmm. mark strong's villain brings in here and it it blends in pretty well like at at some point it gets pretty pretty dark pretty intense yeah Yeah. pretty pretty intense yeah the intense is a really good word for that (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. i remember i remember one one part where you're like Oh, here it comes! Like you knew it was coming. Oh yeah, like yeah. like as as a fan of horror, there were some things I was like, oh yeah, this is this is about to happen. Like I can see it coming, but it it still makes it it's still pretty intense, regardless when it yeah. actually does happen. Like I didn't, I wasn't expecting them to go that far. You know, <laughs> well, they took it there. Yeah, they, yeah, there's there's some pretty pretty intense stuff going on there. Um, and and honestly, like a lot of the intense scenes come in with the the seven deadly sins. There's a, there's the villain of this movie uses these seven deadly sins creatures, yeah. and that that's a lot of like the more intense scenes. They involve the the sins themselves. Yeah, and how how he uses them to kind of exact his bidding yeah to yeah. his to his advantage like mm-hmm. his his yeah his bidding is right yes yeah <laughs> yeah so that's that's some of the more intense stuff and i think that can kind of segue into this the special effects with the okay. seven deadly sins because i kind of wanted to touch on that um what do you want to say about that one yeah yeah it's it's mediocre it's yeah but yeah, like there, there were some points where it seemed a little cheap to me, the special yeah. effects that were being used. But, you know, I was like... Like, it, it wasn't, like, destroying the movie. No, it me. wasn't. Like, it wasn't. Like, yeah. it wasn't enough to, like, disconnect you and be like, oh, that was just bad. No, it was mm. just... I think I've just, just seen better. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely been better. But it, it was, it was, you know, it was to the point, I think it was just a good mix of everything else that yeah. it kept you, you know, interested and it kept you moving forward with the film. And it mm-hmm. never got boring and... You know, I mean, yeah, it's not the greatest out there, but I think it did its job. Maybe what they were it was cheap on purpose. Maybe. To keep that lighter tone. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, like, you know, that's a possibility. Maybe. Because if, the, if they went too serious. Too serious. Then it would have like, been like, whoa, this is totally different than everything I've been watching. Yeah. And so, that might have been enough to break you from, from the rest of it. Uh, maybe it was intentional. Maybe. Yeah. 
We could always ask them. <laughs> we could. <laughs> Don't think we'd get a response, but we could. <laughs> no, who knows? They might listen to this and be like, hey, we have an answer for you guys. <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> so, and it, you know, if you guys are listening out there, we would love to know. <laughs> yes. Yes. Was the special effect design intentional to keep up the lighthearted tone of Shazam as a whole? There you go. <laughs> Question posted. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and I know you always have a complaint whenever we talk about DC films about the, the color aesthetic. The yeah, aesthetic. the aesthetics are yeah. just, uh, they just look like they're in a plastic world, like just, you know, fully composited that just doesn't look right. It's just, it's just a weird, like, I don't even know how to say it. Um, you know, all the other DC films. You know, I think you com- use the word muddy quite a bit. Yeah, it, yeah, it's just it it doesn't it doesn't feel real. Like it doesn't it it feels like that they shot everything in a green screen and they, for some reason the for, composite yeah, isn't that great. The comp yeah, the composite is just it just it's having a an actual actor and then a composite background that doesn't even look right. It just separates the two so much that I can't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've said it before from all the other DC films prior to this. You know, and then like Wonder Woman had it, Aqua mm-hmm. Woman had some of it too. I mean it's mm-hmm. just it was like a, an aesthetic that DC has that's just always been problematic for me as a viewer. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't hit home for me. It's just it's I find it just very distracting. And did you see that in this one? No. No. No, oh maybe gosh, there, there might have been like one or two scenes, but like they're probably more like interior cave stuff, maybe. Mm. I do think I meant you but, mentioned something. Yeah, there might have been, I can't remember offhand exactly, but there might have been one little bit. It was like to the point where like everything else was like was shot practical, mm-hmm. right? They were outside when they were outside, like. Or so we think. Or so we think. <laughs> if it wasn't, then good job, good job. guys. That was wonderful. <laughs> but I didn't get that at all with this one. Mm-hmm. Like I said there might have been one or two scenes, but it didn't enough not enough to like bother me because it didn't you know it didn't really stick out. Mm-hmm. Like you know some of the other ones like <clears throat> should I dare say it? No. Okay, I won't say it. But <laughs> the whole movie was literally done in that format. It's just like my God, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Yes, I won't name it then. Yeah, uh, don't, don't don't drag this one down. <laughs> no, no, we won't. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, you know, like it it never came across that way. So, yeah. and I remember after the movie when we saw it, you were like, you you mentioned it, and I was like, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't there. That it wasn't like there. I yeah. I I'm not super great at picking it out. Sometimes, like the the film that shall not be named was very obvious. Yeah. But like in Wonder Woman and Aquaman, like yeah, like it came up it but came it didn't up. really bother me because yeah. it was in like little tiny segments here and there. Yeah. But this one in Shazam, I didn't really see that aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. Like at all. Like I, until you brought it up afterwards, I was like, oh I never I didn't even think about it. Mm-hmm. Like that's how it never affected me. Yeah. So good job. That was I really enjoyed that. And I think just overall with everything else that was going on with the movie, um just it was just a good overall experience. Mm-hmm. So yes. uh, I I really enjoyed Shazam. Like I'm I'm looking forward to the next time I'm going to be able to see it. I can't wait till it comes out because I want to watch it again. It is out. <laughs> oh, it is out already. It is out. Oh, I'm sorry. We need to own it. Yeah, so that we, we need can to go buy it. it. Yes, we should definitely buy that. <laughs> 
That's how we saw it in the first place. I totally forgot. <laughs> I just keep thinking we watch everything in the theater. So Ugh, I wish we watched more things in the theater. <laughs> oh, gosh. No. But yes, if you haven't seen Shazam yet and you are a fan of superhero films, I would definitely recommend giving this one a shot. Yeah, absolutely. Go watch it. It was just a lot of fun. Absolutely. Like Zachary Levi really just, he nails the role. Like I, I don't think I could see it's, anyone else playing it, that but him. It really is fun watching him act like a little kid. Yeah. It's the best. He, he really nails it. Like the voice <laughs> mannerism. The body language, like, yeah, yeah, he, like he's the, really good at it. Yeah, like like you were saying, just just him and the 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 younger version, mm-hmm. um, of, Asher Angel. Uh, yeah, I think they they worked it out really well. That they're you know it almost like you said before, it felt like they're just one person, mm-hmm. and that was great. Like yeah, like he, really could not tell. Yeah. Like it just yeah seems like the, the same person. Oh yeah, he says he says Shazam becomes that person. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was good, good job. Good job overall for everybody. Mm-hmm. So definitely give Shazam a watch. I would say thumbs up for me. Yep. Now this is where we're going to get a little bit different. So we've done a non-spoilery, non-spoilery version. Spoilery. <laughs> I'm gonna have to come she, up with a different word. She for always that. comes up with these words. <laughs> I don't know where they're coming from, but, but yes, she does. We've done the light version, no spoilers, gave you a review, do recommend. So now we're going to go into our new thing requested by our viewers. We're going to take a little break, and this gives you a chance to scoot if you haven't seen the film yep. and you don't want any spoilers. And then we're going to come back and we're going to actually talk about things that happened in, in the, the movie, movie, what we liked, plot points and everything. We're going to get really into spoiler talk. In depth so, to it. So, yeah. If you haven't seen Shazam yet... Go ahead and scoot out now during this musical break, or if you want to see spoilers and stuff, stick around. Yep. If you do duck out, make sure to come on back and hear what we have to say after you see the film. Yep, and then just let us know. Do you agree with us? Yeah. Maybe, maybe you not. Know. But yeah, yeah, we recommend it. Go watch it. All right, be right back. We'll be right back. And we're back. So we are back. Yes. From now on, spoilers. Major so, spoiler alerts here. So if you're still here, haven't seen it, continue watching at your own risk. You have been warned. You have been warned. All right. So All into right. the spoilers we go. Here we go. Let's get going. <laughs> what are your favorite parts of this? Like, there's so many things that I could really well, talk about with Shazam. Well, there's a lot. There's a lot of things that that happened in this movie that was a lot of fun. I mean, I, you know, like the the whole trope of superheroes learning their new superpowers was always wonderful. Yeah, like and, I, I really related to that advent of like the YouTube thing. Like, oh, we're going to film it. We're going to do all these experimental tests. Yeah, and we're going to film it and put it on YouTube. Like that was so relatable to me. Like, I don't know if it's because of the filmmaking thing or just the generational thing. I don't know. But, like, I would be out there doing the same thing. <laughs> I, I totally would. I'd be like, oh, yeah, flight test number one. Yes, here we go. <laughs> how, do you remember how many flight tests they oh, had? Oh, gosh, I don't remember. It was a lot. But there could have been – I could have watched the, the tests for the superpowers, like, in, infinitely. <laughs> I know. Like, they, they were super fun. I would have watched every single attempt they made. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I would have subscribed to their YouTube channel. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed those those things. Like, you know, every, every superhero is that – that they just got their powers. They're trying to figure it out. And mm-hmm. those scenes always, always like get me. I just love like the failures and, and the, uh, the, the success. Aspect, yeah. yeah. And it was just like, yeah. And it's just so funny the way they do it. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, like it was just really fun to see like this kid, Billy Batson. He seems like he's never watched a superhero film, never read a comic book. Don't know anything and about it at This all. is in the DC universe. Like it's in the same universe that all this other stuff has been happening. And it almost seems like he hasn't paid any attention at all. Yeah. To superheroes. So he, it's he's like, just dude, oblivious to him. How how can you be so oblivious? So thankfully we have the sidekick character who knows like everything. And he's there to like lead him along this journey. Yeah, he collects memorabilia. Yeah, like he has he has, he has Superman's bullet. You know, like the bullet that killed Superman. That's right. In Batman's, uh, actually, no. Did it actually kill Superman? Because it looked crushed. I don't remember. I, A bullet that was shot at Superman. Yeah, he owns. and he had the Batman um, battering. Too. Oh yeah. <laughs> so many, so many things. He was a. He was a. He loved comic books and superheroes, so just mm-hmm. leave it at that. Yeah, so thankfully we have him to lead us on this journey of discovery and joking and all that type of stuff. Like, oh, gosh. Not Wait. the foreshadowing that he was given in the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but we already knew that was going to happen. I mean, this is yeah. a superhero movie after all, yeah, right? Yeah, we, we all know so. the superhero things that are going to happen. So that doesn't really, like... What do you think of the opening scene? The opening scene yeah. with Dr. Sivana yeah. as a child. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know how I feel about it as an opening scene, really, but I don't know where else it would go. Yeah. Because was... it's a completely different tone than the rest of the film. Yeah, that's why I brought it up. It was I was a little, I wasn't sure. Yeah, the opening scene with Dr. Sivana as a child is, it's, it's really, it's dark and serious. Very dark. And... Well, it is night, but I like dark. Like, no, like like the tone is very oh, yeah, the dark. Tone, yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. It's, and and like it's you know again like from earlier, uh, we were talking about family, and this did show his side of the family. Mm-hmm. Like it, it really starts off with it's family all the way through. Yeah, like in every aspect, every character, every character has something yeah. to do with the family aspect, mm-hmm. and I did like that. And like I know I wrote about in my my written review for this one. That I I wasn't really freaked out by Mark Strong as, like, a bad guy. Like, he's played a bad guy before, but I didn't really see him super intimidating in this. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, that might have been because he was using the seven deadly sins in order to be, like, to do his bidding, like I said earlier. But it also could have been because he was kind of acting like a petulant child. Like, he was still that child from the beginning. From the beginning. The, the whole way scene. through. Yeah. And maybe that was intentional. That that could have entirely been He's never grown up. He's never grown up it's from his, the opening scene. Well, because from that opening scene, he was he was introduced into this world this of world power. That he could have possibly yeah, had. Yeah, which he, he didn't. Yes. And then so he had this whole hell-bent thing about getting this this power, this energy, this... Uh, Mm-hmm. The whatever, whatever, call, whatever, whatever he the, thought it was yeah, as a child, just yeah. something that was in front of him and was snatched away from you him. You know, and carry on thirty-five years later, however old he was, I don't remember mm-hmm. if I, they I ever mentioned it. Was, it. It was sometime in the seventies, I think. Yeah, so it was like thirty years later. Yeah, and you know, he's still in that whole like. I yeah, need he's that never power. he's never gotten over that moment. Yeah, of his even childhood. even to his his own family in the movie, it's it's still the same thing. I mean. You know, they, well, I don't yeah, know. They, no one in his family has gotten over this moment. Yeah. 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 Like they've blamed him for the accident for that took place and yeah. everything. So it's like he's he's never really grown up. But because of the fact that he's never really grown past that moment, I had a really hard time seeing him as intimidating. Even even the villain that he is, right? Yeah. He just didn't quite carry that uh, 
that what's the word? Je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. Yeah, <laughs> that that respect, that power. Yeah, like, it needed a little bit more oomph. Yeah, the oomph. There you go. Yeah, yeah, because it's like I know he can deliver it because I loved him as the villain in Kick Ass. Yeah. So I I know he can do it. And that's what you were saying earlier that you know you, he was kind of underutilized. Yeah. Now like, I don't know if that could be because of the story itself, maybe. the way it was hit, the way the character was written. You know, so yeah, like it could have entirely been intentional. Yeah, like it would really fit with the themes of the movie. Like he didn't have a good family life, and yeah. so that's what he was missing, and that's why he was ineffective as yeah. a villain overall. So it would really, it would work because in the whole ending scene, which I would like to talk about at some point too, the the yeah. finale, um, like the whole the whole theme of like you want this power but you have no one to share it with. Yeah, and like that that really comes down to it, and maybe like um, maybe that's why. I just didn't click with him Maybe. as a villain. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, he was sharing the power. Granted, that's how he's getting his power, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, with those seven, with those deadly, seven sins deadly sins who are doing all the evil stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, no, I, I can see where your your complaint comes with mm-hmm. Mark Strong and how he's kind of underutilized and it just didn't seem that much it, of It kind a, of reminded me of when, when he was the bad guy in the Sherlock Holmes movie. Okay. About how, like, severely underutilized. Like, yeah. why, did, why didn't you push it further? Yeah. You could have pushed it Cause further. Because yeah, he's good. Yeah. Because that was a good character that just didn't quite have, didn't the hit the peak. <laughs> never hit the peak. And kind of like, this is kind of like where the, his character here kind of hit. He, he never hit that peak because he had, he had every opportunity with the power he was given to hit that peak. Like, mm-hmm. that that intensity of being that bad guy mm-hmm. right but i don't but i think he was kind of just maybe just he was overshadowed by the actual seven deadly sins maybe you know and he was just nothing but a puppet yeah like again could be entirely intentional yeah. because like we know that the seven deadly sins are what the power actually is yeah and like the scene with the seven deadly sins at his father's business that was dark oh man that was dark. Oh man! I'll let you explain this one. This is this is all you because I just remember you saying, "Oh, here it comes," and I was like, "What <laughs> like, do you mean?" And then it happened. I was like, "Whoa!" Well, even from the moment where he first walks in, when he like shoots his brother out the window of the skyscraper, all well, right away, yeah. I was like, "Whoa, oh man!" He didn't stand a chance. Did that just happen? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's what everybody else in that boardroom was thinking. <laughs> and then all the seven deadly sins come out and like, man, like as soon, there's these frosted glass windows leading yeah. into the conference room that everybody's in. And then the, the, uh, the guy and at the once, outside. at one point you have the security guard or the, the, the guy at the desk right outside the conference secretary, room. Yeah. The secretary, yeah. He's right outside these frosted glass windows and you just see them and you know that they're kind of transparent. And my horror brain was like, oh man, here come the silhouettes. And We're gonna start getting some handprints, some blood splattered on. It wasn't windows. just a handprint. Oh, it was. It was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty brutal. This boardroom got devoured, man. Devoured. <laughs> oh, they fed. <laughs> Did they feed? <laughs> oh man, that that scene was dark. <laughs> just just that body slamming up against that that frosted glass, and then, and then all the imagination that goes in my head. I'm just like, what's happening mm-hmm. inside there? And then showing that secretary going like. What? Nope, uh, not today. Nope, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember you saying, I'm going to leave now. Yep. <laughs> you better go. Yep. Gonna nope on out of here. 
You know, it's the best for you. Get oh, out. Yeah. Like like the de- the deadly sins were were pretty decent. I think yeah. like as as characters. Like yeah. say what I will about their designs or whatever, but yeah. like as characters, I thought they were pretty decent. Could have could have been explored more, but again, that's another thing that there's a whole bunch of backstories going on in it, this. It would have. I think it would have been too much if they yeah. tried to tell each one of the seven deadly sins the story, yeah. mm-hmm. right? We didn't need to know no, that right now. I don't now. even know the step yeah. and We just know that story. they're there and, and you know, how, how the story But, like, none on. of them really got, like, personification. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, it was like you kind of looked at it and was like, oh, that's obviously gluttony. Yeah. And, like, this one is, uh, this one's envy because they're telling me it's envy. But they didn't, like, the character design didn't really tell me who was who. Yeah. Like. You couldn't tell if they didn't, if, yeah. Yeah, if you they didn't tell me who was who, like, I would have, like, who's lust? I don't know. Yeah. Who's pride? I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, they all looked... The same. Similar enough that you couldn't tell the difference, except for the little things or the little cues that they give you when they give it to you. I don't, because, even, think, I don't even think they gave it to me. Like, uh, like I would have never known that Envy was the one that was missing until they uh, actually that, had the that, character that's go what I'm through saying. That's what I'm saying. Me, like, oh, when they give it to you, yeah. they didn't actually give it to you at that point. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought the characters were pretty cool, though. Like... Just the the intensity that they brought to it. Oh, they definitely cool. brought the intensity. That's mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> yep. Oh man. But I I really liked um going back to the family thing. Um, Cooper Andrews, I think is his name. He played the the foster dad. Oh, he was great. Oh man, I love him so much. Even the mom, the, the yeah. foster mom was great. Yeah, I think I, I I'm forgetting her name, but I think her name is Marta. I I don't remember. Yeah, her it's uh, Marta Milans. Yeah, Marta Milans. Yeah, her and Cooper Andrews, they they played the foster parents, and they have this like such a cute, fun dynamic. I just I lo- I loved them as a family. Yeah. And so it's even cooler when they become even more of that family unit toward the end. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It it it, it really again it really hits home the whole family theme throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I just really love Cooper Andrews on The Walking Dead. Jerry, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, yeah, they were for foster kids themselves, grew up. And then now they're taking care of foster kids, mm-hmm. you know, giving back to the system. Yeah, like and, that's so sweet. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I loved their dynamic together. And 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 the the foster kids in that home. Oh my gosh, that's just, that's just awesome! <laughs> I didn't even know what to say. <laughs> it's just they're they're definitely their own characters. That's for oh, sure. Yeah, definitely. And uh, let's see. What do you what, what did you think about um, you know the fact with the uh, the school itself? Um, the school that they were in and the bullies that were there. The, eh. the, I mean, the two, do you think they were needed there at I all? I mean, like, it, it's kind of interesting because, like, there's already enough going on yeah. with having the foster family. And then you got Billy's backstory of being a foster kid who's still looking for mm-hmm. his own family that he feels like he needs to reconnect with mm-hmm. and not the family that he's a part of now. And it's like I felt like that was enough of a, like a, a conflict, you mm-hmm. know. Like he 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 doesn't really want to accept this new family because he still feels attached to a family that he hasn't seen in like mm-hmm. ten years. And it's it's kind of like that would have been enough of a conflict in itself, even without the whole school situation. But I get yeah. it. It's it's hard to make a a film about high school without touching on that. Yeah. Well, I guess it's because I mean it is part of their daily life. I guess mm-hmm. right. So. Yeah. But yeah, but it 
was just interesting because it's like overall it's like the stuff that happened at school mm-hmm. kind of just seemed like filler like it wasn't even fully needed yeah like it like we understand they're going to school and we understand that like billy is troubled and he's skipping school you know so yeah. it's like we didn't really need to go into too much detail there yeah but it's like i get it but it was kind of nice to see that the bullies kind of got it did their they car. did they though well their car that was just funny <laughs> where'd my car go i don't know another one what goes up must come down <laughs> oh man yeah yeah they their car came up came down from the sky and just shattered when they oh, hit yeah. the ground that was great <laughs> oh man yeah but like I, I i do i didn't think about that but you you are correct like yeah. I, I don't think any of the school stuff and the bully stuff was really necessary overall yeah. and big picture yeah, like, like you said, it, it just it felt like like a filler. Although they did kind of end it nicely with the school thing. They had a nice I, gag I, at the end. Yeah, I, I did enjoy that part of it. Or, or, um, well, what happened was like you know, um, the friend was his name, played by Jack Dylan Green. Freddie. Freddie, right? He was he was supposed to, he was saying that you know oh yeah he want he wanted Shazam uh, to come and like yeah have lunch well, with what him. was the name wasn't it Thunder something I can't remember what <laughs> Thunder <he>, Crack <laughs> Thunder Crack <laughs> he goes yeah he's my friend he'll he'll be here for lunch tomorrow and it never happened mm-hmm. right and so you know people were like oh you're a liar and this and that so they started you know kind of giving him more of a hard time but at the very end. Shazam shows up. Yeah, Shazam shows up for lunch, right? and he brings a friend. And he, he's like, I brought a friend. I hope you don't mind. And all this show is like chest down, and you see that nice S symbol <laughs> from Superman. And fun story about that. Part of the reason that they only could show that much is because they could not get Henry Cavill because of shooting schedules. So it's actually the stuntman. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, it's okay. Zachary Levi's stuntman. Dressed, dressed up, up as, as Superman. Superman. And because the body types are so different, they had to like put a lot of effects on it, like the painting and everything okay. with the suit to try to like hide that it was a totally different person and obviously not Henry Cavill. Yeah. But like, yeah, it was, it was pretty That's fun. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that must have been a cool read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the little secrets we find out afterwards. Yes. <laughs> now, I do, I do have my thoughts about the climactic ending. Okay. All right. Again. I feel like there was too much stuff going on in the end. Uh, in regards to... Well, in the end, and again, if y'all haven't seen it, you're still around. They've been warned. You have been warned. I am sorry. <laughs> in the end, uh, Shazam, uh, they, he figures out that the power doesn't have to be entirely his, so no. he can he can share it with his family. And I did like that. I did. I did like that. I did like that. But I feel like overall, the climactic ending was drawn out too long. And it focused uh, on too many things, and so it lost all of the emotional impact it could have had. Okay, that's what you're saying. It's yeah, just, just so the like battle I, that I felt ensued. unfulfilled because it was like this could have been really great, but you dragged it on so long that like I'm just like, eh. Okay. <laughs> being too much of a thing that yeah. it could have just instead of being like a like a 15 minute ending, they could have done it in five or seven. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like, if, if, if you didn't, if you didn't get the whole sharing the power with his family thing, literally every foster kid becomes their own, like, superhero. Shazam-type superhero, yeah. yeah. And it, then they all kind of, like, separate, uh, and they take on fighting the seven deadly sins and everything, and it just goes on for yeah. a very long time. Yeah, it does. And well, then and then when it finally ends, I'm like, oh, okay, that was it? 
Mm-hmm. Like there were like it was like there was this big climactic thing that happened and then it extended for too long and it lost all of its steam and then it ended. And I was like, oh, yeah, so it, yeah, I, I can see what you're saying. Like, that's my thoughts about it. Took a little longer. Yeah, because it's like I like I like overall what happened, but the execution of it probably could have been a little bit tighter. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you. I mean, it was still fun, but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. It's kind of like, you know, those movies that, that you know, they make them to three hours. Or it could have been. It doesn't need to be three hours. Two hours, ten Nothing minutes. Nothing needs to be three hours. Right. So mm-hmm. this one was just, it just, it just like you said, it, it didn't drag. But it, no, it, it didn't it, drag, I think, but I think it lost right. its steam. This, that, exactly. When you said it lost its steam. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it's reaching this peak, and you're like, "Oh, I have to share with with my family," and then everybody becomes their own Shazam type of characters. Now they're they're like a superhero family, and then they do their thing, mm-hmm. trying to fight off the rest of these deadly sins. But when you said, like you said, when they lost steam, it just kind of just plateaued, mm-hmm. and it didn't go anywhere, mm-hmm. and then it just ended. Yeah, that, like, and, I, do you remember when we were first watching it? And they brought up the thing where, like, they showed how he pulled Envy out of Dr. Sivana's head and everything, and mm-hmm. Envy had to come out. And then Envy kind of, like, lagged behind when they went back to everybody else. Mm-hmm. I was totally convinced that Envy was going to have, like, a last hurrah and was going to come out, and they were going to have to defeat Envy somehow, and he was, like, the most powerful of the seven deadly But that sins never happened. But it never happened. He just got sucked in just like all the other ones did. And I was I was so at a point, I was like, what happened to Envy, though? I remember Because they didn't that. really show it. It was like, if you put so much emphasis on Envy being the one that, that stuck around... It He's was, the one controlling the whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like, how can you just have Envy get sucked up with everything else, and then... He got left on top of the rooftop, and yeah. that was it. Like, it, like was, I was fully expecting him to, like, really come down and, like, oh, we thought we won, but no! <laughs> you know, like, that's what I was expecting. Yeah, he's and, a and last hurrah for, for the bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. But that never happened, and I, w- I was slightly bummed about that. I can see that. Like, that that might have saved it. It might have if it was something like that. And that, like, oh, we weren't expecting. We forgot about Envy. Because that's what you were saying. You know? Like, what like, about Envy? What about Envy? Yeah, because it, it really, it, it seemed almost like a plot hole, even though I know it wasn't. Well, like I was saying, I, I remember en- Envy getting pulled. He Envy was still on the rooftop. Envy, where, it, but the scene didn't look like he was being pulled. It looked like he was going after them. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, I can see that. that could. At least that's how I interpret. it. I can it. see that. I can see that. So then when nothing happened with that, I was like, what? Is yeah. en- did Envy go away? Is he, is he gone? I gotcha. No, I gotcha. So it was, it was kind of one of those like, eh, okay, okay. <laughs> like that might have ch- changed my, my view on the ending. It, okay. it would have fixed that whole plateauing issue gotcha. that I ran into. I gotcha. But eh, it's still fun. It's absolutely a fun movie. It's still fun. Can't wait to watch it again. Yeah. Once we buy it. Yeah. It, it's going to get added to the collection, and then we're going to watch it, because it was fun. And I, I will watch it, and I will laugh. Because when, when we rented it, I did watch it like three times. You did. I only got to watch it twice. I know, but I watched <laughs> it like three times. And I, I still laughed every time. It was still yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It definitely had a good mix of, uh, it's like a roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. Right. Start you off kind of like okay, what's going on here? Yeah, mm-hmm. going up that 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 ride, going up to the top, and mm-hmm. then they drop you right, and then yeah. all the little little twists and turns and it's a fun ride. Yeah, it's, it's a fun, fun ride for yeah. sure. 
So if if you didn't get it from our review so far, like you should totally watch it. Yeah, and it doesn't have that DC aesthetic. <laughs> you heard it here, guys. Eric is happy with the aesthetic. You guys, it's Man, amazing. It's been so long. <laughs> They're shooting a practical. At least know. they did it well. If they, <laughs> as far as we can tell, like don't we? We watched that John Wick behind the scenes, and that was thought it was practical, but it was not. <laughs> oh, that's a whole other thing to talk about. Some that's other a whole other thing. podcast. But yeah, it's like so you think you know technology these days. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is or it's not. Good job, everybody. It's a fun, great ride. job. So. All right, so that's all we have for this one. So let us know what you think about this new format. Like, do you like us going into spoilers and stuff? Because I, I kind of liked going off kinda, on the ending. I kind of like talking about it, yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of liked being able to go it's off on the ending. So. Being able to, like, not talk about it and try to say it right without spoiling that, spoiling it or just coming across weird. It's a, like, work in, it's a work in progress. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, any, any suggestions and whatnot you guys may have, too? Yeah. Just me, send it our way. All right. I'm Haley. And I'm Eric. And we are Reels on Reels. On Reels.